And it's another week of fabulous things that have been happening in South Africa and around the world and coming to us from Europe, from Antibes down in the south of France, it's Jenny Baxter. How are you doing? Hey Mel, hi, doing really well, thank you. It's a beautiful day and we're looking forward to spring. Oh, and we're, we're about to go into that long descent down into winter, which fortunately, as we know here in South Africa, isn't that long. And uh, for me, it's always an exciting time because it's time to start replanning gardens. But we're not going to get into that. What has been happening in your neck of the woods? We've made a little bit of an advance on the vaccines. They're going to start doing them in pharmacies now because there's just been such a reluctance in France and Germany, you know. Um, We had only a 27% approval in the beginning, and now I think 40% of people want to get vaccinated, but it's still not the majority. So um, so now they're trying to make it easier, and they're putting it in pharmacies and encouraging people to go and get vaccinated. Well, I can't wait until we get all the vaccines here as well, lots of them, so we can all go and get into some kind of normalcy again. I don't know if there's ever going to be the old normal. We're going to have to be looking at a new normal, and I think this kind of thing may be something which... If it isn't actually just coronavirus, something else that might happen in the future. But that's the, the thing about living in a global village. Makes it easier to see you, but uh, <laughs> it is also one of those things that then can spread everywhere. But one thing I've seen that's been spreading like wildfire, um, I, I haven't had much to do with it, so maybe you can clue me in, is this uh, thing on social media that everybody's commenting on the Meghan and Harry interview with Oprah Winfrey. Now, Princess Di was about the last time I actually took any notice of the royals, to be honest with you. So so what is what is this whole thing that South Africans especially have got when it comes to the royals overseas? It's really interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, even the Americans as well in, uh, you know, CNN is uh, an American news agency and they announced yesterday that they are actually starting a weekly royal newspaper um, that's how big the, the, the demand is to know about the royals. I don't know if maybe it's also The Crown on Netflix, if, if that's fed some interest. The fact that Meghan, you know, was a big star in Suits. The fact that they're quite a good-looking couple. I, I don't know what it is, but it's very funny because, you know, lots of people say to us, oh, this has nothing to do with South Africa, you know, because um, we did an article because it was being shown in South Africa on Monday night. But from our statistics, we can see that an overwhelming number of people in South Africa want to read it and want to see it, you know. But I thought that the best thing was, um, do you know Black Wendy? Have you ever heard of her? No. Uh, she She does these spoof videos. And she's done a spoof video of the interview in Zulu. And it is brilliant. It's really, really, really so good. Actually, I do like that is about the only thing I have seen. Somebody sent me the clip and I was looking at that and thinking it actually is quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Oh, it's, 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 it is fascinating with people and they're, they're kind of like the royal watch and people that I would never have expected in the entertainment industry who suddenly like commenting about, you know, the various bits and pieces. And I'm like, okay, so what's what's all the hype about? You know, I mean, they, they just because of a, a chance of birth, they're suddenly these people who are kings. I know, but I think there's two things that I always think of. And the one is that perhaps it is that we all relate. And, you know, we've all had 
you know, married into families that maybe don't accept us, you know, those kind of themes come up in ordinary people's lives. So it's interesting to be able to discuss it on a more global scale, you know. But the other thing that I was saying to my daughter is wouldn't it be interesting if we found a beautiful looking but very poor couple who don't have running water, you know, who are really, really living in poverty like millions of people. And we turned Mm. them into celebrities and had them interviewed by Oprah. Mm. And the whole world watched an interview with this beautiful couple about their lives and what to do about their lives. It would be quite interesting, I think. I think that that is a fine idea, and I, I will support you in finding that couple. I think it's great. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, as South Africans, I think, you know, in the, in the, the dark days um, when we were not accepted by the rest of the world, um, we, we could have some stories to tell about not being accepted by the rest of the world. In fact, you know, South Africa was a dirty name, and we were dirty people because we came from South Africa. So I suppose, yeah, maybe because we came out of that, we, we always root for the underdogs. Yes, yes, it's easy easy to relate. And from all sides, you know, a a lot of people in South Africa have gone through non-acceptance, no matter where they Mm. came from. Well, there's a lot of South Africans now who are out and about and doing fantastic things around the world. What has come up on your social media pages this last week? Well, there's been big celebrations of Zerk Buerta getting back to South Africa. You know, he's the solo rower who went to Brazil, broke a world record and um, and showed the rest of the world how good, or showed South Africans particularly, how good renewable energy is because he managed to survive for 71 days on renewable energy alone. Um, so we don't really need fossil fuels to live that much (laughs) or not as much as we Mm. use them, you know, and now he's back and, uh, you know, people were crying, watching him, hugging his family again. And uh, I think he said he's just going to relax now and just spend time with his family. But I'm sure we'll we'll hear a lot more from him. He's uh, inspiring people so much. Other things around the world has been, well, we're looking forward to Trevor Noah coming up on Sunday night on the Grammys, which is music's biggest night in the world. So it's a a great honor to have Trevor representing us there as the host of the Grammy Awards. So we'll definitely be watching that. And then then there's also, um, I don't know if you know Starfish uh, Great Hearts Foundation. And they based on that beautiful story about if you walk along the beach and you throw just one starfish back in the sea, you know, you've saved one. You might not have saved them all, but you've saved one. So do what little you can. Um, you will make a difference. And they're having a um, gala event later this month. There'll be the entertainment and the silent auction raffle. But it will be for everybody. It will be online because of COVID. And it looks like it's going to be really good. 100% of the money is going to children in South Africa. So it's a great way for expats to get involved, to be entertained, to connect with South Africa and to give back to South Africa. That is sometime towards, you know, I think it's in America, it'll be on the 25th of March and the rest of the Mm -hmm. world, it'll be on the 26th of March. But the details will be on the site. Okay. And um, of course, we're always looking for the good news stories and the the heartwarming stories because, you know, in, in this time, I think that people are getting to the stage where, 
they're thinking, do I even want to leave my home because there's just so much nastiness and so much fraughtness out there, or fraughtness as we prefer to say here in South Africa. We're going to have to get that whole thing going, like, you know, be, it's like a zef to be driving my old Valiant around and <laughs> things like that. But yeah, the, what are the good news stories that you've picked up on which have actually resonated with people overseas that have happened here in South Africa? Well, there's the beautiful story of the ice cream guy in Salt Rock, where Belito, where I'm from, who the the local residents because he could because the beaches were banned, he couldn't sell his ice creams as normal. So local residents started donating to him, and he actually got enough money to start building his first home. That's pretty exciting, and and made the residents mm-hmm. feel good. So there are. Many good people in South Africa doing good. There's, um, I don't know if you know Sean Williams, who he, in November he set up this campaign to clean up Fourways, Yuxke River, etc. Mm. And it has just grown. He's just announced this week that 181 tons of waste have been removed from Joburg. And there's at least 10 people who, who were unemployed, who now have jobs, and they are paid by other residents or expats donating mm. to the cause. So, so the donations are, are keeping people employed, which we know is very good. Well, I'll tell you something. It's not just on the Yuxke, okay? There's a whole group of people, myself included, and Andrew Cleland, who is the drummer for a couple of wonderful bands like Zen Arcade, Chantal Natavel, who's an actress, okay? We, we are all getting involved in actually cleaning up our sections in, because we all come from different areas, working out ways to catch waste before it goes into our watercourses and, and taking a little bit of the pressure off of like Joburg City Parks and the government structures that are in place. Get, trying to get the the communities back involved. And in Parkhurst on the space, like once every two or three months, they get a group of people together to come and take all of the plastics out of the water, etc. And the amount of people that are actually using those green areas again and hopefully keeping them safe as well because a lot of people are coming there is really just flourished. So if we could set this example as like a flagship example and following what um, Sean has been doing as well, can you imagine our water courses here in Africa would be fantastic. All it takes is just a little bit of of input and a little bit of uh, energy from our locals in their area. Fantastic. And I seriously do believe that this is a growing trend in South Africa and it's, you know, happening in the free state, happening in parts of of the Western Cape. KwaZulu-Natal, it's, it's amazing to watch. I mean, we don't see it that much here because we don't need it, but it's very, very, very inspiring. In, in Australia, they used to have once a year, there's Clean Up Australia Day. And it's such mm-hmm. a fantastic mm-hmm. initiative because it makes people then want to clean up in between the days, you know, but that was sort of from the top down, whereas what's happening in South Africa is it's coming from the bottom the entrepreneurial spirit of South Africa is second to none. And all we need to do is actually get everybody on board and everything will come right. <laughs> well, one hopes anyway. Uh, so talking about that, I mean, we sit and think often, you know, oh, I don't want to get involved because it's actually government and municipalities um, thing that they should be doing it. Um, I'd see that Helen Zilla has been doing some stuff as well. I mean, one, I don't know if she's the one woman who's most likely to be hated in the country or most revered. by. <laughs> I just loved her social media thing. I'd, whoever who was running her answers on Twitter at one stage was fantastic. <laughs> 
I know she is a love to hate and and others love to love her. She, you know, she celebrated her 70th birthday yesterday. I'm not sure if you heard, Cape Town was expecting a severe storm last night and um, her husband took her out for dinner at the very same restaurant where they had had their wedding. The strong winds blew down this huge oak tree, which actually crashed through the roof. And fortunately, nobody was sitting where the tree crashed down, but it crashed into the restaurant. Isn't that amazing? So that's her latest adventure at the moment. And happy birthday to her. And do you know, are oak trees more likely to fall down than other trees? Well, at the moment, I know that they've been having a problem done in the Stellenbosch and Western Cape, well, all over South Africa, because one of the things that COVID kind of put aside, and we talked about trees a couple of weeks ago, um, the polyphagous shot hole borer is still doing its thing. And one of, and the oak trees are one of the things that they've been worried about down in the Western Cape because this little shot hole borer, I prefer to call it with an I instead of an O, um, <laughs> uh, is, is still taking out the trees. And um, yes, there are some of us who are still working on it. But oak trees, I've been seeing a lot of trees, even in Johannesburg, um, big old trees, even the ones that aren't um, affected by shot hole have been falling over with the big storms. It's, you know, some trees just come to the end of their lifestyle. They may have got a disease. They may have got um, a fungus infection from the borer. You don't know until you actually see the tree itself what the causes were. But as we were saying a couple of weeks back, talking about the jacarandas in Johannesburg and Pretoria, they are coming to the end of their lifestyles. So we need to start planting more trees, which are disease and insect resistant as well. Absolutely. Maybe Helen can get going on that one for us. Yeah, true. She'll be interested now. We'll let her know. Now, another person who I actually posted um, the thing that it's been going all over Facebook was with Rachel Khaleesi not wearing makeup. Kind of put me in mind of that thing a few years back where everybody was doing the no makeup selfies. And I sat there and everybody has commented, you don't actually need to wear makeup, girl. You're so beautiful. And if she doesn't have to wear makeup, well, then it's great. But what was the whole story about for those of who haven't been following it? could not believe how viral that went, how it touched a chord for so many people. I think it's like the Me Too movement. You know, we've lived for so many years with these invisible rules that we're now breaking. We're now realizing, hey, we don't need those rules. You know, somebody made them and we've all just adhered to it. And so there's always been this invisible rule that to be professional, you need to have makeup on. So she had, uh, Rachel had recently signed up with a new brand and they asked her, you know, would you mind please putting some makeup on so that you look more professional? And she said, no. <laughs> and she's absolutely right. Why should you be more professional just because you're wearing makeup? But I love the way that she said it. She said, women who put makeup on are beautiful and women who don't put makeup on are beautiful. So I think she's liberated a lot of us who perhaps wasted a bit of time. I fell foul of the same kind of thing about probably 15, no more, 18 years ago, where I'd gotten a job as a rugby presenter and we were having the meeting with the two other presenters and uh, afterwards somebody turned around and said, you know, you should have put makeup on when you're coming to a meeting with the sponsors. And I'm like, uh, well, the boys didn't have to, so why should I? Oh, <laughs> well it was one done. of those things. Oh, no, you've always been like that, Mel. It's actually true. That Oh, it's, it makes me mad, <laughs> absolutely mad. What a great answer. Well, you know, Rachel um, has cut ties with that company. So clearly they didn't understand her as well as the rest of the nation did. 
Well, it's giving us a great load of entertainment. I must say all of these things that are happening and uh, we all get to have our say on things. But uh, sometimes it's nice just to have some entertainment where we don't have to say anything. We can just sit and watch it wash over us. What do you think is worthwhile watching for the people who are out in South Africa all the people who are overseas that they might enjoy on television. Right now, um, very exciting for South Africa. They just got three new movies on Showmax this week with Nicole Kidman, Brad Cooper, Gerard Butler. So some great international stuff to watch. And of course, there's always all the local stuff that we've gone on about the previous few weeks. I just don't know if many expats are aware that one of the best ways to stay in touch with South Africa, apart from reading SA People and listening to our, our podcast, is, yeah. <laughs> is to um, subscribe to Showmax and you can watch Carte Blanche each week, which I always think is such, you know, they do a good mixture of something controversial that's going on as well as some good news, some medical breakthroughs, those kind of things. So mm. it's, um, it's on, in South Africa on Sunday nights, and then every Tuesday, expats can watch it overseas. Well, there's also the way if you know somebody in South Africa who has DSTV now on their smartphone, that they can have a certain amount of people who can then log in on their phones wherever you are in the world with that login code, and then you can watch stuff on catch-up and other programs from South Africa as well. So we must put a whole thing out about that, I think, would be a good idea. Fantastic. And did you hear about the whole fracas which was going about um, Love Island, South Africa? <gasps> Love I Island, <laughs> Wow. So what's happened there? Is the show still going on? The show is going on, but they are not doing the repeats, and I think they've pulled off some of the stuff on social media. It, it was one of those things we were all sitting there and going, Okay, um, this is very odd, but um, we're, we're waiting for um, Mnet and the other powers that be to actually explain what was going on and why it wasn't up to the standard of the international programs. I think there's a, a whole bunch of heartbroken little girls who love watching Love Island wherever it is in the world, and we're really hoping that South African one would be up to par. We'll see what happens. I'll keep you updated on what's being happening. Yeah, I <laughs> So when um, Karima Brown passed away, very, very sadly. Mm, that's so sad. That, um, th I mean, that was probably also our biggest story in the last week. Touched so many South Africans. But when she passed away, I saw that Mnet did release a, a, a statement or a kind of a personal message to Karima saying, we're so sorry for having let you down with um, Love Island and it's bad representation of the nation. We promise to do better in your memory, something like that, which I thought was a good touch. It's nice that um, you have companies that sit and listen to their uh, listeners and their viewers as well. I guess what you've got coming up? Talking about medical breakthroughs, there are these um, two female doctors in Cape Town who flew over to Sweden, paid for their own training with the world experts in, I'm not very medically knowledgeable, but it's basically a, a kind of liposuction to take away lymphedema. There was a woman who had skin cancer in her 20s. And then when she fell pregnant a few years later, it triggered this lymphedema, which is basically when the whole leg swells up. So she mm. couldn't, from the moment, you know, well, from days after her baby was born, she couldn't sit on the floor, she couldn't swim in the sea or a pool, you know, so she, 
she hasn't been able to do so many things. Her life had become more and more debilitating. And thanks to these women going to Sweden and learning this procedure, it's a first in Africa. They successfully performed it on her and mm. um, have absolutely changed her life. And clearly there'll be many other people who will now benefit as well. So we've got that story coming up. And then we've got one which I think you'll love by uh, Sheldon Leal. He's this musical guru. The masterpieces, the songs in South Africa over the last hundred years that have changed the musical landscape in South Africa and moved it forward and inspired others. And it includes, you know, the story of the Lion King, which was originally Mbube, mm -hmm. that was then incorrectly translated to Wimawe. It's got Wendy Oldfield. Oh, the great splendiferous Wendiferous, yes. <laughs> yeah, and it's got her song Acid Rain as, mm -hmm. as one of the songs that helped propel South African music forward. They even got four Jackson and Jill, Lucky Dube, etc., etc. Funnily enough, I was in the car yesterday listening to the radio and Clout Substitute came up and I was saying to my children, Cindy Alter, still going strong. She's, I mean, if you can, please, ladies and gentlemen, just go and follow Cindy Alter on Facebook. She's doing some wonderful shows. She also does talks online with other musicians here in South Africa. So she's definitely one to be following. She was at school with me. Wow. Yeah, you sit there and you get so excited about somebody who was at the same school as you. So we'd like to know, I'd like to know from people around the country and around the world who they were at school with that was famous or is still famous and tell us some stories about it. I think they should be sending you like, you know, what's happened to so-and-so? No, that's so true. Maybe we'll put a post out on Facebook as well about that. I think that would be a great idea. That would be interesting. I was at school with Pierre de Chamois. Yeah, yes. we're, we're friends on Facebook and he's still going out and doing his bits and pieces. But I think it would be nice you know, catching up with what people who from the past, like Stuart Irving, who was with Ballyhoo. And I think we were, we were probably right in like early teens when Ballyhoo were really big in South Africa. But you find out that Stuart Irving has been actually working with Cindy Alter and Alter Irving. So there's all of these wonderful people who are still collaborating and bringing great music to South Africa. Yeah. And then, of course, you can go onto the podcast for Shotgun Story with Shotgun Tori and find out what some of the other musicians are doing as well. We're going to bring you podcasts. I'm going to find those podcasts that other people can you know, tune into and find out about South African culture, whether they're from here or not. Absolutely. Well, there we have it. It's a, a really nice rundown of, of good news and happy, happiness and all that wonderful stuff in this gloomy age. Jenny Baxter, thank you so much for joining us again this week. We will catch up with you again in a week's time and keep on putting out all those fantastic news stories. Thanks, Melanie, and thank you for keeping us on track with all the good news stories too. Lovely to hear your voice. Bye. Hi, we are Goliath. And Goliath. And you're listening to another Solid Gold Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> 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 <laughs>